You're listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, Episode 17, Superman and the Legion of Superheroes, Part 3. Welcome to episode 17. I'm Paul French, and in this episode, I am buried under the snow, lad. Actually, oh. actually, I'm almost I'm almost shut in, lad, and here's the reason why. They, they, they just I don't know if it's just the way that the colds hit our place, but our, our front doorknob actually seized up. And so <laughs> seriously, seriously. I hate I it when my you. knob seizes up. That's just not right. <laughs> I, oh, I went to take I, I'm the, sorry folks I had to <laughs> I went to take the dog out last night and I, I could not open the door and wow. uh, that dog and, was thankful well yeah seriously seriously because he was he was somewhat unimpressed at the uh, going out uh, but yeah so so we bought a new one and I'm gonna install it tomorrow but uh, yeah mm-hmm. so so there we go buried under snow lad yay <laughs> and I am Darren Noel and I am condo kid again because part two of the condo shopping Woo-hoo. occurred today Dear Lord. Tell wow. us about how to go. How to go. Well, when you're a UGA fan, go Bulldogs. Okay. Yeah. Um, you, you shouldn't paint your house red, black, and, and white. Team with all your UGA paraphernalia all around. It, it really uh. discourages people from buying your place. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh. And, then, and then we walked in on um, a couple of people having an argument. That was fun. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's always fun to be a witness to uh, domestic uh, disputes, isn't it? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Something about someone didn't clean up enough before the open house or something. So. <laughs> anyway, I may, I may have found a place, or at least a very at the very least the building I think I want to be in now. So I, I have narrowed down the search, and now we're talking money at yeah, this point. So. Important steps to be done with, for nice. sure. Nice. Indeed. Mm. Indeed. <laughs> oh, and uh, I'm Matt Kramer, and this week I'm deductions lad because I sent out all my tax information this week. So hopefully, hopefully the economy holds together long enough for me to get some money back. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all hoping for that, actually. Yeah. yeah, always good to get that tax stuff done as soon as you can. Mm-hmm. Well, the stimulus package did pass the house, so hey. And AGI gave all their people bonuses. <sighs> I wish yeah. we got a bonus, <laughs> don't you? Don't you though? Well, aren't you guys all as taxpayers? Aren't you guys now major shareholders in? Pretty AIG? much, we're major in shareholders AIG? Yeah. in AIG yeah. and you know Merrill Lynch, Bear Stearns, which whichever banks have not folded at this point. Yes, and and, and I mean we're all going to be because uh, we're doing a, b- a bailout for GM here as well. So you know we're all going to be major shareholders in GM. Yeah, um, it's kind of funny because there was a big story that Citibank was going to buy a jet. Now they they have recently let go of an ungodly number of employees. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then they were trying to justify the forty one million dollars for the jet. Yeah, and I'm not sure how it happened, but I'm assuming President Obama got on the phone <laughs> and told Citibank, um, "You're not going to do that with taxpayer dollars." Seriously, Nuts. seriously. And and so they, but it was only, and then they tried to like discount the jet. Well, it was only a forty-one million dollar jet. It wasn't a fifty-two million dollar jet or whatever. 
And, so, and he's like, no, no, you don't understand. You don't need a jet. Period. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I... I Why commercial? Did you see the, the Democratic... I, forget, I don't know if she's a senator or a congressman. Claire McCaskill from Missouri okay. was on CNN and just ripped Wall Street a new one. And Good I'm sorry if, if anyone listening works on Wall Street, but <laughs> I got news for you. I don't get paid a bonus for failing at my job. Yeah. It, it's yeah. just that simple logic. It's wonderful that you've had great success in the past. That's beautiful. But saying that you deserve a bonus because the company only lost so many billions of dollars last year is really not holding any water with any average Joe wake-a-day person in America right now. Uh, absolutely. Uh, no, nor should at any time. Yeah, seriously. Right. Right. <laughs> you know? Crazy. I, mean, I was lucky to get a 2% raise this year. Lucky. <laughs> yeah. Lucky. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's not keeping up with cost of living. No, a lot of companies are, are, are instituting just plain wage freezes or they're offering mm-hmm. or they're putting up wage freezes above a certain level. I mean, you know, yeah. that's that's. And that's we're going to be facing furloughs, you know, or, yeah. or layoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just the reality of it. So, um, yeah, sorry. I don't think you should deserve a bonus for failing all of us. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) They should all be sent to Takron Galtos. Boy, howdy. There you go. Put them in a sense tank. (laughs) See see how I brought it all back around? (laughs) 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 Lest lest people think it's like, wait a second, is this Legion of Substitute Podcasters or is this the economics podcast? The anger of the American people, maybe we could funnel that into a decent (laughs) Legion series. You think? (laughs) Get mad enough, and suddenly you'll be able to write Matter Reader Lad well. Anyway, <laughs> maybe maybe we could funnel uh, all that anger into a trumpet, and it would completely rewrite the uh, the economy. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, and we'll I, talk I, about I, Final Crisis next week. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, what's to say about that? As everyone decides not to listen to that episode, anyway. <laughs> all right. Although to be fair, it'll be much much heavier on the Legion of Three Worlds content. It will be. We're gonna we're gonna go get Legion of Three Worlds number three, which is coming out Wednesday, and I'm exactly. gonna sleep with it. <laughs> I'm gonna treat it dirty and buy it breakfast. That's what I'm gonna do. So. <laughs> which, so 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 with that in mind, which cover are you gonna be buying, Darren? <laughs> Both. That way, I'll have a clean copy. There you have it. There you have it. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, well, it's a Cosmic Boy cover, so I guess I don't have to ask which one is going to be the dirty copy. <laughs> he's not in the bustier. I think he's safe. <laughs> All right. So speaking of uh, of covers, there was an awesome cover this week on Legion of Superheroes issue number fifty. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Francis Manipal, <laughs> he he knocked it out of the park, and so so you figure looking at that cover, his art on the inside is going to be great. And wait, he's not in it at all. He's not the artist in it at all, <laughs> is he? This is just crazy. We, I mean, we miss you, Francis. Come back, yeah. come back home. <laughs> so of course this is going to be the big re- resolution to the story that's been ongoing for several issues now. For twelve to fifteen issues, yeah, yeah. So this is—it's going to tie up all the loose ends that are going on in the series, right? Because we 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 <laughs> we said after issue forty-nine, still lots of loose ends to be tied up. So of course that's going to happen here, right? 
Of um, course. Did they have an inventory issue? Um, this is <laughs> what? Like, I, I, I'm, I'm confused. It, it's as I'm not they, confused. I'm not confused at all. It's a piece of crap. It's mm -hmm. as, it's as yeah. though there was it's it, it's as though they had forgotten about the story. So this yeah. fellow, yeah. just in time. <laughs> could this be a gotta bunch of love that yeah. i don't know who thought that was that's a perfect pseudonym for and when a writer gives you an obvious pseudonym you know they don't want to be associated with it at all exactly now like for for years and 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 um we've talked about this briefly before but you know for years i was like you know everyone says that starlin worked on legion 250 and it's it's clearly this guy steve apollo and, and you know <laughs> yeah, when yeah. i was a kid i heard them saying that and they were talking about you know starlin where he drew him with the big ears and it's like no it's steve apollo like duh uh, you know it says yeah. so in in the credits so i, I at the time had <laughs> no idea that steve apollo was a pseudonym for uh, jim starlin because yeah. you know he was just basically hey i started this story and then then they went crazy with it and it was you know i don't know what they were doing with it but yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, it kind kind of like this, and that's exactly <laughs> what this is. And, and I think it's a shame that this is this is what they what they send out the legion with. Um... Yeah, this is, this is sad for the end. I think I think in the end issue of a series, you want everything as much as possible resolved. Yeah, right. and you want to see appearances from pretty much everybody in the main cast at some point. I agree. Completely. The people on the cover are only in the book on the cover. Right. <laughs> So all the characters on the cover, that's all you get of them. So Element Lad, Phantom yeah. Girl, Starboy in the corner, you know, whoever else is on there. That's it. That's yeah. it for them. You don't get them at all. Yeah. Here's here here's where and, and this kind of ties into a few things about the issue. Okay. Um, I've been picking up uh, some of the Faces of Evil uh, uh, one shots. Like I picked up the Prometheus one and I picked up Cobra. And at the end of it, you know where they usually have the what's co what's coming next issue on the DC Nation page. Mm -hmm. I look there and I th and and I think, well, this is you know the, these are one shots, so of course there's not going to be something next issue. Um, but what they say is, you know, Cobra will be uh, you know cause raising evil throughout the DCU in 2009, or or you know watch mm -hmm. for Prometheus in 2009, or watch for so and so to cause trouble for such and such. You know, but but it gives you some indication <laughs> that hey, the reason for this one shot was to uh, to kind of hype you up for other appearances this person is going to make, or this was here to set up appearances this character is mm -hmm. going to make later on. Like hey, you know, you're a fan of Deathstroke. Well, guess what? We've got we've got a whole sort of new lease on life for him, and here's what's going to happen. And with this, what did they say? We greatly appreciate the support of our loyal readers. No mention mm -hmm. of Legion of Three Worlds, in which these characters are going to show, you know, these characters are going to end up there, but, you know, they don't do that. So, um, so they don't hype that up. They don't hype up, um, you know, because we all know that they're going to end up in, in adventure and they're, they, they don't do they're not doing any hype for that. And that that just baffles me that what what's the Kelly Bundy quote? The mind, the, the mind, mind wobbles. Exactly. Yeah. You could have knocked. You could have knocked me over with the weather. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Stop bringing your weather down here. Oh yeah. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I wish if we were sending it down there that it would that it, that it would actually go down there, but it ain't leaving here, my friend. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, but but here's here's my yeah. big problem with we greatly appreciate the support of our loyal readers. 
if you so greatly appreciate the support of your loyal readers, finish the story you promised them. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be shooter finishing it, you know. It, it's it's if it's basically, hey, you know, we need to wrap this up, and 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 Jim took off. Well, then, uh, you know, or didn't want anything to do with it. Still, somehow, you know, have someone else finish the story. Just finish, finish it. The bloody story, exactly. You and know, if you, really- I, I apologize. Saturn Girl and Giselle and Invisible Kid are on the cover, and they do yeah. figure prominently in the in the story itself, but. Element Lad, Phantom Girl, and Starboy, that's all you see. Yeah, that's yeah. it. A Phantom Girl's in a coma as of this story. So why is she on the cover decking someone? You know, and, and I know yeah. that there's, I, you know, I know that, that you know, we're, we're not particularly fans of, of the, of the storyline. And, and I think part of that comes, you know, to be fair, we have some preconceived notions. To us, our problem with evil Projectra is that we know Projectra is like a kick-ass character and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and was always a great character, and, and for them to make her evil bothers us. But for someone who hasn't read it before, you know, they, ha- they don't have that background in Projectra as, first of all, a non-snake or as, mm-hmm. uh, or as uh, you know, so, so it might make more sense to, to them than us. You know, to us, it's, it's just automatically like, what the hell? Yeah, you know, exactly. and so, yeah. so I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm firmly going to say that that my own preconceptions have uh, had a great effect on on my feelings for the storyline that Shooter's been telling, and and so, so you know, that's not on him, that's that's on me, uh, but all the same, uh, you know, as I say, at the end of at the end of the day, you know, he, he, you got to finish the story. I mean, that's yeah. what that's what people, you know, that's what people spent their. Uh, you know, hey, where's the? Uh, I guess it's on the back. Um, you know, that's what that's what people are spending their three bucks on. And uh, yep, two ninety nine. Yeah, yep. you know, yep. that's what they're spending their money for. That's what they should be getting. And uh, and that's that's the that's the issue I have. You know, it, it, you know, hey, bad issues of comics happen from time <laughs> to time. As as we mentioned, you know, that's Legion true. of Legion of Super- Superboy and the Legion of Superheroes two hundred and fifty. Definitely not yeah. their finest moment, and and not certainly their finest moment. It's true. You know, uh, not Steve Apollo's finest moment. <laughs> 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 well, my my issue about Projector being evil, I, I'm heroes turn evil every day. That yeah. that's a common, almost cliche, sure comic book ism. My problem is they hinge that on what happened back in Legion of Superheroes number six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a whole bunch of time has happened between then and now. They've had three oh, different yeah. writers since and, then. <laughs> exactly. And you would think that if a character was going to go evil because of something that happened of that magnitude, it would have happened pretty quickly. Yeah. Because it sounds like it's more of an emotional response than someone plotting, oh, I think I'm going to be evil now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. You know? And so the evolution of her to become an evil character made no sense to me from a character standpoint, and that's why it didn't work for me. It didn't matter who was writing right. it. It could have been Jeff Johns writing that story at this point, and it really would he would have had to do a hell of a lot more explaining than Shooter did yeah. as to why Projector decided to become evil 25, 30 issues after her <laughs> planet blew up. Because I'll tell you, you know, Johns has done, he's gone to that, uh, the, the hero's gone evil well a few times. And, oh, totally. Uh, when he did, you know, I'm, Who I, hasn't? I remember when he did that with <laughs> early in, in the JSA run with Obsidian. I remember at yeah. the time it was yeah. just like, what the, come on. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. he managed to make it work. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and so, of course the the big the big gripe about this is the projector evil story not even in the book. Well, and that's right. the, that, and that's again that's what I'm saying is is yeah. finish the story and and now they they did do one thing that was nice that was kind of cheesy at the end to give us that <laughs> what that sitcom moment where the music plays oh isn't it nice. <laughs> but and I'm not going to spoil it because if you're reading it, that's the one good thing that I think came out of this book. So see, right. yes, it, maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. So it, it it's not completely irredeemable, but it's close. <laughs> yeah. Again, awesome cover. <laughs> Great cover. Absolutely wonderful yeah. cover. I'm looking for the yeah. positive to say, you know, and and to those who 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 felt we've been a bit negative on on this series, guess what? You're you right. You don't have to you, you don't have to worry about that anymore. <laughs> well, until we get to the three boot and the retro reviews. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Which will be years yes. from now. Somewhere around. We got a lot of stuff to go through between now and then. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, huh. there's probably some stuff that we'll tackle uh, a bit out of order just to, uh, yeah, you know, just, just to, to shake it up, up a little bit. bit. But uh, you know, because yeah. I, I, I think before too long, we'll, we'll probably we've probably got to do an eye for an eye. Um, an eye. Uh, oh yeah. You know. Uh, well, 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 let's open it up to the readers. If you want to see us do a modern story, what modern story do you want us to do? Yeah. And we'll do it. Hmm. We promise we will. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Indeed. You, you know, and and by you by you saying that, what that reminded me of is that for for a little bit later on, I mm-hmm. have a stump the subs. Oh Jesus! Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I I am <clears throat> not feeling well. I need to go. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Are you gonna leave Matt hanging like that? He only has to answer the last one, question. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, that has been the pattern. My three boot foo is is pretty darn hot, isn't it? So, Seriously, who knew? Because I typically just read them and put them on the shelf. So okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, me yeah. too. I was having a photographic memory moment, I guess. I don't know, <laughs> or a lucky guess moment. Yeah, that too. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, let's uh, let's head into the issue. I guess we're gonna. So today we're gonna cover Action Comics eight sixty two. Uh, 863, and we're actually going to also co- co- cover Action 864 because that uh, that tied in. So how about I'll do uh, 862, Darren, you do 863, and Matt will take us through 864. Sounds kosher. All righty. So yep. first off, on the cover of uh, Action 862, uh, we, have, we have some subs. Yay, subs. Woo-hoo. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. And and you know, and I'm looking here and we've got Stoneboy along the back there. And um and, and I love the way actually I love the way Gary Frank has drawn all these guys. Um I, I like the the new uniforms and everything. It's it's really cool. So you got mm-hmm. uh you got you got Stoneboy. You have Fire Fire Lad, Fireboy, Fire Lad. Fire Lad. <laughs> lad. Oh. Um and Corfo Kid. And yep. Definitely, uh, he's he's seeing better days than than he wasn't back in the Giffen days. He's uh, yeah, well, he, he went to a gym. He uh, you know lifts some weights. Uh, yeah, he, he he's lost the paunch. That's for sure. <laughs> His costume doesn't look like a dinosaur. Yes, that's... yes, good point. Good point. <laughs> he's a brontosaurus. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. All right, so. Let's um, <clears throat> let's start off. We start off with um, 
basically it's a whole thing about rejection and what it's like to be rejected, you know, and this is a theme that's going on throughout this, uh, this series, you know, the idea of the, of the, of the, the, the Legion rejects that formed the justice league and, uh, you know, justice league earth. And, and so this sort of goes, it says a lot to what they're talking about. So he's saying how he knows what it's like to be rejected. And you see, you see Clark Kent taking a swing and a miss, uh, playing, playing little league baseball, uh, saying that he knows what it's like to be rejected. And this is right here is where we hit another one of those departures. And we saw this in the first issue of the series with the whole Steve Lombard thing at the daily planet. Another one mm-hmm. of the, the departures from the, the burn age of Superman, because what we were led led to with, with the burn age was he was like, no, you know, Clark Kent was a, was a superb athlete all through high school. You know, he was star of the football team, you know, and, uh, and, and he was do, doing this all the way through. And um, so the whole, you know, Clark is the, as the, you know, the, the, the guy who the loser basically. You know, mm-hmm. he, he put on that air of the sort of the milk sop, the, the guy who's who's bad at all that stuff, because then he's the last person that people would suspect of being Superman or Superboy in mm-hmm. that case. Right. So so we have that. And, you know, you can see the uh, the girls in the background, um, you know, kind of giggling at him and all that kind of stuff. Um and that cuts to um, the scene of, of Polar Boy. And uh, we went over this story just a few weeks back. Um, so we have Polar Boy, um, you know, losing control of his powers in his Legion tryout. And uh, they're trying to get him to stop. And he's, and so Clark says, you know, I know what it's like to be rejected. You feel ashamed of who you are. You feel worthless. But re- being rejected doesn't mean you get a free pass to take it out on the rest of the world. And that right mm-hmm. there is the, is, is, is the whole theme of what's going on with, with, with the issues with Justice League Earth. You know, that's that's what it's all about. Next scene we get is um, is Clark, you know, in the uh, in in the, uh, you know, the red V-neck sweater, um, which has now become a sweater vest, unlike in the old days. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And and of course, he's wearing primary blue under that. So it, it kind of harkens to the uh, the the Smallville side of things as well. And so we have some old school legionnaires, and and you know we get uh, Brainiac Five, Chameleon Boy, uh, Phantom Girl, Colossal Boy, and uh, let's see. Well, she would have been, yeah, she would have been Triple Good girl. girl then. She yeah. would have been Triple Good Girl then, yeah. And um, and of course Saturn Girl and Lightning Lad, and uh, and and it's just the idea. He says, "Welcome to the future," and I mean, <laughs> Clark says what we would all say if we went to the future. This is so freaking cool. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> so, so what? What uh, you know? After what uh, what he's saying about you know being being rejected and how it doesn't give you a free pass, they talk about how when when Polar Boy was fifteen and was rejected by the Legion, you know he thought it was all over then. But he met these other people. He met Night Girl and Chlorophyll Kid and Fire Lad and Stone Boy, all rejects, just the same as he was. But what he what they did is instead they said, "Hey, we'll be the backup in case the Legion ever needs it." You know, hmm. instead of lashing out at them, instead of doing what the Justice League Earth have done, no, let's prove them wrong. They said I wasn't good enough, but I'll prove myself to them, and uh, and that's what it's all about. And uh, and actually, you see the old school uh, Clarkville kid costume there. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's adorable. Um, and uh, they called themselves the Legion of Substitute Heroes, and that takes us back <laughs> here. So this this one this issue is titled uh, Revenge of the Rejects. Written, of course, by Jeff Johns, penciled by Gary Frank, inked by John Siebel, Seibel, and uh, colored by Dave McCaig and Hi-Fi. Um, and I'll go through the rest of them. Rob Lee, letterer, uh, Nashi Castro, associate editor, Matt Idelson, editor, 
And of course, Superman created by Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster. There, I think that covers all the credits. I, so, I think it does, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, so we get the... Um, so uh, the Dramatis Personae uh, is Polar Boy, Wildfire, <laughs> Superman, Brainiac 5, Colossal Boy, and Dawnstar all aboard this ship. And it's basically, he says, I think it's Superman says to them, I think it's time we called in the subs. And Wildfire's like, yeah, great, more rejects. Um, <laughs> And and you know he he said you know basically you know Polar Boy and Night Girl might have earned their their place on the Legion, but the rest of the subs, the whole idea is saying you know what if they what if they decided you know what yeah the Legion did reject us we're joining you guys so uh, of course and, and this this brings up Paul in the yeah. Great Darkness Saga where Dream Girl realizes how bad things are about to get yes when she pushes that general mm-hmm. alarm and it goes off at the substitute's headquarters I think Polar Boy stands up. It's the Legion. They need us. <laughs> like the only time the Legion has ever called them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And just like that, you've got um, where, where you know, Polar Boy again, you know, loyal to a fall, right? And he says, are you kidding me? Any one of the subs has more in- morality and integrity than all of the League, league members combined. Well, let's face it. Uh, <laughs> as far as the League members go, the bar is set low on morality and integrity. Yeah, that, that doesn't take a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so so this is where where Brainiac Five, you know, kind of says, you know, there's more to the testing process than you really think. He says it's not just based on extra normal abilities, but Saturn Girl performed telepathic profiles on every potential candidate. So you get some of them. Polar Boy is one of them, you know, overeager, um, but excluded basically due to the lack of experience. But then you get Storm Boy, Spider Girl, and the rest of the uh, the the Justice League, and what he says is that their telepathic profiles revealed that hey, these are disturbed. Eesh. These these are disturbed individuals. You know, and they're hiding a variety of psychotic tendencies and deviant obsessions. And and this was the one that really that, that really gets you. Is Imra couldn't sleep for two nights after taking a peek into Radioactive Roy's frontal lobe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tell you, get, you get the hint that Roy's a little bit of a perv. <laughs> Just a little. Yeah, a little bit. Um, so he said, basically, you know, even if they had had control of their powers, which in 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 all cases they did not, you know, they still, you know, they they still would have been rejected because they're they're unstable. So he asks uh, Superman to activate the Stargate, and of course, it's on the button labeled Stargate, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, and and this Stargate Stargate goes boom. Uh-huh. <laughs> huh? So no, we're not going there. Go on. <laughs> Every time I think I'm out, they pull me back in. All right. <laughs> so, so they talk about second chances, and um, you know, so Colossal Boy's asking about this. He's like, you know, basically, do you really think this is the time as as far as second chances go? And he says, well, you know, the Justice League have manipulated people into believing that, that Superman is human. He says that extraterrestrials have been outlawed, the Legion has been disbanded, and the members are scattered all over the universe. Many of them, most of them, imprisoned on the uh, League satellite. So he says, and according to Brainy, we've got less than four hours before Kolu leads the United Planets in war against Earth. And now that's, of course, three hours and 42 minutes. So, <laughs> he says there's no other time than now to call in the subs. Dawnstar is supportive of it. <laughs> I love this. Brainy's like, I was about to suggest it too. Because <laughs> he's got the little snarl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. he's a little, hmm. 
you know, it's kind of like, yeah, that is a good idea. I must have had it first. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, so she asks Polar Boy if he knows how to contact them, and that's when Brandy's like, I can contact the substitutes. I've been coming. No, he says, I can contact yes, the substitutes. exactly. <laughs> but that's because, you know, he's been in communication with them ever since they went underground, and, you know, he's all about contingency plans, and that's Brainy. That's uh, that's our, you know, old-school Brainy. Um, so he says that he doesn't usually approve of their of their impetuous modus operandi, um, you know, they don't they don't just I love this. They don't just dump jump into the deep end of the pool without looking. They do it backwards and handcuffed. I've done it backwards and handcuffed, too. I, I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, uh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> so he says, hey, Brainy, whenever you've had when you've never had anything to lose, you can get a bit reckless. So we're back at the Human Cultural Center, which is the headquarters of Justice League Earth. And um and and we have Yira, uh, chameleon girl, uh, basically getting uh, getting the the lightning uh, the lightning strike uh, sent to her from Earthman, and he says, you know what's worse than an alien tramp like you, a race traitor like your husband. Mm. Um, and and so you know, and then he says, you know, I'm sure that they've gutted him like a like a, they've gutted him like a space whale, and. Um, <laughs> She says, you know, most of the universe fear Derlins because we can alter our appearance, but the true chameleons to be afraid of are pretenders like yourself who justify your evil by twisting a legend like Superman. And she turns into a lightning beast of Corval. Yep. Which is give a little cool. little charge back. Exactly. And mm-hmm. um, and so, you know, and Starman, man, he goes nuts. And he says about how, you know, Superman's the real pretender. And I met him when he first came to our time. And, you know, and, and basically he's like the young Clark Kent was inept. A greater fool than Golden Boy or Tusker. And they say, you know, Kalal was chosen only because of who he was supposed to become, not because of who he was at the time. He says, that's who should have been rejected, not me. And mm. um, and then, you know, and he basically, you know, keeps just wailing her up against uh, uh, Cosmic Boy's cell. And I notice cracks beginning to uh, to form in, in the uh, in the glass. And then she's and she's down. Uh-huh. So yeah, Yura's out for a little bit. Yeah, so we get we uh, we get back to Eiffel Ethel, uh, who is the teacher that we saw in the uh, in the first issue of the series, and she's there with Tusker and uh, has an image of the Martian Manhunter up on screen, and um, and she talks about how you know the they basically they needed. She says their minds belong to us. You know the adults needed an elaborate ruse involving a long lost crystal tablet documenting. The... You're right. Yeah, I'm fine. Just All a little right. cough. <laughs> um, involving a long-lost crystal tablet documenting the true human history of, of Superman. But these kids, they'll believe anything I tell them. They'll believe the Martian Manhunter was as horrible a villain in the 21st century as a Legion are in the 31st. That's the power of being a teacher. And this is the other thing that we've talked about is just, you know, there yeah. is that power. And, 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 and the yeah. picture of John that she picked is not our Justice League Oreos loving John Jones. No, that, it is that's not. not. That's angry Jean who just found out his wife was killed again. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. So, um, so anyway, um, she, you know, an eye pops out of her cheek and looks at the clock, and she's like, "Class starts in two minutes, and the school bus should have docked by now." And she, they look out <laughs> out the window, and there's the school bus floating through, and uh, and so Tusker sees it. He goes, "Okay, it's over there," you know, and uh, and he says, "I'll have a word with the driver when they." And she sees that it's coming, and all of a sudden, all kinds of eyes start popping up over her face. Yes, that's fetching. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> Whoa. She's a hot. Whoa. 
Um, and uh, the school bus comes crashing through the window. Of course, the atmosphere is breached and that gets all kinds of security stuff happening. And then you get hit the, hit the brakes, the brakes, not the, the brakes, gas, not the gas. That can oh, only, that can only the be the subs. People. Yeah. So um, so we see Golden Boy who's getting a rub down. You know, he's getting his parts <laughs> polished, as it were. Yes. Uh, Storm Boy, of course, is uh, getting some other adjustments on, on, on his innards, as we saw last <laughs> issue. And, um, and of course, Radiation Roy and Spider-Girl <laughs> are standing there at the window, and you see Stone Boy come flying out. <laughs> oh, Stone Boy. <clears throat> you know, but, you know. What, I, what's up with, the, what's up with the, the British FU he's giving them? Well, and I yeah. can only figure, because Gary Frank's British, is he not? Is he? I believe he is. I, no I think clue. so. I think so. Um, so, so I just, I, I think that's kind of funny. That's uh, hilarious. Or maybe he's not. Kids. Maybe he's not because uh, I know Barry Kitson wasn't. Maybe I'm just mixing him up with with Kitson. Well, I, obviously they couldn't do the American version. I think they had. Well, right. and that's just it. It's like, back, well, so. you know, hey, it's. Uh, yes, he is British. Okay, so there we have it. Well, there you go. Okay. <laughs> and. Um, yeah. Okay. So anyway, so out they come, and and Spider Girl is incredulous. She's like, they actually sent the subs. <laughs> sent in the subs. And uh, Rain- <laughs> Rainbow Girl says, "Hell yeah, they did." And we see Chlorophyll Kid. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chlorophyll Kid and and Fire Lad and Stone Boy uh, come. Uh, you know, they're all, they're all there coming out of the ship. And uh, why don't we take this? We've we've we talked about Stone Boy, Fire Lad, and Chlorophyll Kid a few weeks back. Um, and uh, why don't we talk a little bit about Rainbow Girl? Not that there's that much to talk about. No, there's not much to talk about. <laughs> Rainbow Girl yeah, really. is uh, Dory Andrazon of the planet Zolnar. X O L N A R. There you go. And she, in, in the original appearance, had the ability to split into different versions of herself. The red one was hot. The yellow one was bright. the The blue one was cold, and the green one was what? Kryptonite. <laughs> yeah, I can so, see that being a problem. Unfortunately, Dory got rejected from the Legion because, well, she could kill Superboy or Supergirl at any moment. Yeah. <laughs> and the rest of the Legionnaires thought that might be a bad thing. <laughs> um, but and, now yeah. in the reboot, <laughs> yeah, she yeah. apparently um, possesses the uh, the emotional spectrum of energy in the universe. And, of course, we've seen that... Uh... We've been seeing a lot of that go on in the Green Lantern series, so I think that's kind of interesting too. Is that something Jeff Johns writes? Why, yes. <laughs> Why, yes, it is. I thought it might be. <laughs> um, uh, one, just one other thing to note, and um, is that Spider Girl actually reminds me a bit of, and I can't remember if I've got the right character here, but the, back in the Legion Academy days, you had Lamprey mm-hmm. and Lamprey, um, yeah, and I can't remember the mm. other one. Um, Nightwind. Was it Nightwind? It was yeah. yeah it not, was, Lamprey and Nightwind were kind of together. Yeah. Okay. She looks like one of them, just with the blue, the bluish tinge to the hair, the white skin, mm-hmm. right? You know, so that that's she just yeah. kind of reminds me of that there. Well, her hair used to be red. I don't know why they changed it, but yeah. Wow. You know, why do they do any of these things, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, darn crisis. But yeah. Oh, <laughs> see, you don't you go bringing it up now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> See so, what I did there? See that? It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. So you look at uh, the uh, the uh, the Justice League Earth is getting up, and you see, you know, uh, 
Stormboy's got like the stitches coming out of his chest. And uh, Eiffel Ethel, she's got eyes all over hers. Um, <laughs> how, do, how do you do that? I mean, when, when you're looking at her boobs and her <laughs> boobs are looking back at you. That's a little yeah. bit weird, isn't it? You know, it's so see, she can't she can't be the one to say, uh, you know, uh, what is it? Um, she can't be the one to say, hey, hey, my eyes are up here because they're not exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm just saying. Good point. Um, <laughs> oh my, oh my. <laughs> All right, so we end up with, um, um, the, you know, the Justice League comes at them, and says basically, you know, you guys are were rejects just like us, and you were given a choice. Why were they given a choice to join the Justice League? Or, or, or in this case, I guess it was renounce your loyalties and go back home. But, you know, mm-hmm. not much of a choice, really. Um, he sa- yeah, so he says, not really. uh, he says, Earthman gave us that choice after he blinded Color Kid, tossed Infectious Lad into the chi- time stream, and murdered Doubleheader. I find that interesting with the tossing uh, Infectious Lass into the time stream because, of course, we saw her pop up in uh, Brian Azzarello's um, uh, Doctor 13 series. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Or was it Doctor? Yeah, it was Doctor 13. 13. It is. Do- okay. I, I, yeah, I just was like, is it Doctor? Yeah. So, yeah, Doctor 13, uh, which ran, I guess, in it was like one of those, uh, you know, like uh, you know, like the strange adventures kind of thing, um, and it was like a yeah, backup Tales feature. Tales to astonish. In that. Thank you, tales to astonish. It was a backup feature in that, and um, and of course uh, got traded on its own, and that that was you know beautiful series because it had that mm-hmm. uh, the Cliff Chang art, and um, and it, it was kind of neat the way it brought a lot of these characters together. But of course, Infectious Last was in there, and that's what ended up drawing me to that series. It's because it's like <laughs> of all the characters to choose, Infectious Last. Infectious Last. Yeah. Really? Okay. And yeah. and and then then add uh, you know I vampire to to the mix and <laughs> sold. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so basically you know Rainbow. And maybe uh, we should talk about that um, series at some point. Not now, obviously. I, but no, yeah, yeah. I'd I'd love to because that was that was a lot of fun. And yeah. there's we've got a Legion connection, so there we go. Exactly. So it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Which basically means any story with Superman is fair game anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um hey, it, it's becoming more and more relevant, isn't it? Um Yep. <laughs> so of course, Rainbow Girl, she sees red. Literally. Um so she gets she gets this red aura around her that reminds me a lot of Halo from the from Batman and the Outsiders. Uh-huh. And um and so she she just goes off. She says, Enough chatter, uh Fire Lad. Let's knock these geeks off their high horse. And he's, Hey Dory, I'm supposed to be leader this week. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea. What a sub. <laughs> I love yeah, exactly. I love the idea that the subs have rotating leadership on a weekly basis. Yeah. yeah. So so uh she goes off fighting and she says, Shut up and fight, matchstick, and she takes out Ethel. And Fire Lad says, you know, just once I wish she'd go with blue instead of red. She's at least a little chipper then. <laughs> and uh, Corfo Kid says, nah, angry Rainbow Girl is what we need, Fire Lad. I can hear the ferns down the hall crying out for help. <laughs> they, uh, haven't, they haven't been watered in over a week. <laughs> uh, so, that line makes me think of that, that Rush song, the, the trees. The trees, absolutely. <laughs> um. So so he throws uh looks like um I don't know rosebush or something at uh at Yeah, uh, some kind of thorny something thing on the storm boy. Throws that over to storm yeah. boy and um and so we end up with uh 
you know, basically, uh, you know, Golden Boy starts kind of making fun of him. And, um, you know, so, you know, so Chlorophyll Kid thinks he can converse with your houseplants. So what? We all have our shortcomings. And uh, he makes with the fire and he says, like, yeah, no kidding, Fire Lad. What are you trying to do? Set the entire mm. satellite on fire? You know, basically <laughs> he says, you know, your your aim's a tad off, my friend. And he's like, yeah, I can't aim, to be honest. I'm just trying to get it hot. Like, uh, you know, 1,947.52 Fahrenheit hot. And, of course, we know that that is the melting temperature for gold. And um, so uh, <laughs> I just, you know, this is Fire Lad really kicking ass. Yeah. So, um, you know, he takes Fire Lad out- got a nice little section here. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Meanwhile, you've got <laughs> love this. You've got uh, Radiation Roy picking uh, Stone Boy up by the feet and and hitting him against the floor saying, wake up, Stone Boy. And, and, uh, and he says, you know, basically give him a chance to trigger out of his hibernation mode and then we'll snap his scrawny neck. Um, by now we've got that we've got a blue aura rainbow girl and she's saying it's not too too late to give up this mad crusade tusker grab onto that hope for a new life in in your uh in your heart defect become a sub he says i'm better than that rainbow girl i'm better than you so we go back to uh chlorophyll hmm. kid and uh and storm boy and he says you can make <laughs> thunderstorms but you let the plants suffer the ferns cry out for retribution and they'll have it and right there you're so right Matt that is that's like a line almost you know that that's almost taken right from the song the trees so he says um you know and you see like golden boy is just looking sloppy uh but then melting 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 Uh, what a world! What a world! But Fireboy or Fire Lad, I keep doing that. Fire Lad, you know, he makes that supreme mistake. Speaking of getting sloppy, and he says, "I yeah. think we're actually winning." And of course, he takes one down, takes one to the chin <laughs> from Golden Boy. Never yeah. turn away from the bad guy. Exactly. Never. Yeah. Superhero <laughs> one hundred and one. So um, we see the uh, the Legionnaires in their prison cells, um, or sorry, these are. Sorry, these are the sort of like the um, what the uh, Hall of Heroes kind of thing for the uh, mm-hmm. for the Justice League Earth. So they've got their their little uh, vanity uh, vanity plates up and um, and melting through the ceiling. We see Wildfire coming in with Colossal Boy and the rest of the team. And uh, so uh, Brainy asks her to find the subs. She says, already got it figured out. Off we go. And um you know, he sends uh, sends a polar boy with her and wildfire to to help out the subs. So uh, he says, you know, where the where are you three going? And he said, where do you think we're going? We're going to help ours. So they go into the prison room and they see the uh, the, the imprisoned legionnaires and, and trying to figure out what's being done with them. And they said basically that Earthman needs legionnaires alive because it, he only has a temporary ability to duplicate uh, others' powers. Of course, he needs to recharge every 12 hours. So they're looking at everyone that they've got. And he's like, there's so many here. And Superman says, but not everyone. We need to get them out, Brainy. So Brainy's looking over and he finds that the the crystal tablet that we talked about. And this is the tablet that Earthman mm-hmm. supposedly uncovered in the Arctic and has the falsified evidence that he was born human and that Krypton was all just a story that was sold. And he says, basically, you know, maybe they're not as brainless as I thought. My scanners have carbon dated this crystal tablet back to the 21st century. By all accounts, this is a real relic. 
So he said, you know, there's no way that Earthman created it because he, he just can't do that. So someone else left it for him to find. And, and it was someone who knew what would happen and when. Gee, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> so um, he says, you know, do you know, uh, Cosaboy asks, you know, how did our sun turn? You know, you ask, you know, how this, the sun turned red. And Dawnstar said, well, you know, it was due to a solar shuttle accident. And uh, Colossal Boy says, yeah, well, looks like we were misinformed. And they see the, <laughs> the, uh, the big power generator with some boy in the midst of it. And, um, and he says, you know, the lies didn't stop with you, Superman. There was no solar, shutter, sol solar shuttle accident. <laughs> say that three times yeah, fast. No, I, I, I can barely say it once <laughs> at normal speed. Yeah. Um, he says there was no solar shuttle accident. There we go. Uh, Earthman's been using Sunboy to alter the sun from yellow to red. Now, you know, and this this reminds me because I think you know this was what last year. So we were already a good few issues into uh, All Star Superman, but it kind of you know tied in with some stuff that was going on there as far as uh, mm -hmm. as, as issues with the sun. And um, anyway, so he says you know basically if we shut this down, the sun will go yellow and you'll get your powers back. And, you know, but Superman, you know, ever the hero is more concerned with the fact that Dirk looks like he's in pain. He says, we need to get him out of there. So he says, so Brainy says, OK, I need to shut down this generator before we unhook him, because if you, uh, you know, if you pull him out now while his, the machine's amplifying his powers, he could tri trigger supernova. And uh, and he said, you know, I'm shocked that he's still alive because they're pushing his solar abilities far beyond his normal limits. Hmm. Lost boy hears a voice from behind and it's Yira. She's seen better days. And uh, so, you know, there's there's the the quick reunion. She said that Earthman had said he was dead. And, uh, you know, we need to leave here because he's got all our powers. And um, and this is when, uh, you know, basically Superman looks in the corner, sees the flag over another one of these cells and uh, pulls it down and realizes, hey, that's not your wife. Of course, I mean, hey, we, we isn't that know. disturbing, guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and here's the the bit I, I kind of like is that it looks, you know, in the, from this image, um, Earthman goes directly from stealing mm -hmm. uh, Colossal Boy's wife's powers to stealing his own and take it and takes him out with with a you know a quick bit of growth here. Um, and he says, you know, I've been waiting for this. For, I've been waiting for this. The man with no powers versus the man with them all. And uh, you know, and he he. He decks Superman. So uh, the next page, we get back to St uh, Stormboy and Chlorophyll Kid. And, um, and he's still saying, you know, you're the one who pretended you had powers. It was a machine. He says, yes, and my machine will uproot your pathetic plants and then your entrails. <clears throat> and so basically what we're seeing is the, uh, you know, this is the, um, the, the subs, you know, getting it handed back to them by the, uh, by the, the Justice League. Mm-hmm. And um, but that's okay because Polar Boy uh, shows up in the nick of time and freezes up uh, Stormboy's pipes. He says, "I love this. <laughs> Stormboy's pipes are frozen, all of them. If you catch my drift." <laughs> oh my! Um, uh, nice and subtle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and so uh, basically, he says, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so. You know, he, he starts whipping little ice chunks over a golden boy and, and, uh, and, you know, fire, fire lad is, you know, glad to see him and everything. And he's, and, uh, he's like wondering when you'd show. And he says, stop goofing off and melt Midas's feet to the floor, will you? And, uh, and basically, <laughs> and he says, <clears throat> and please don't embarrass me in front of the Legion. 
Again. Again. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Dawnstar comes flying in and picks up Stoneboy, <clears throat> says hello to Roy, and, um, and, and I love this. Spider-Girl and Radiation Roy, new team names, same old bad guys. Yep. And uh, and he's and and then we're back to uh, to Polar Boy ta- taking on Tusker. And he says, I'd ask for my arm back, Tusky, but you've probably eaten it by now. <laughs> and and here's something yeah. that's interesting. You know, here's yet another tie in. So I can't imagine that we're not going to see her in Legion of Three Worlds is uh, Rainbow Girl saying, don't expect to swing in and save the day, Polar Boy. And she turns green and says, us subs have got plenty of willpower left. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so we go back to uh, to Superman and Earthman, and in the in the shadow of a, of a huge Superman symbol on the uh, on the window, um, and this is kind of a great little bit. So you've got you've got mm-hmm. uh, Earthman is you know tugging away at the cape, and as as Jim Croce told us. <laughs> you don't tug you don't on do Superman's that. cape, and, uh, and so Superman takes the cape back from him and says, "Don't tug," and he uh, and and he punches Earthman, and I just thought that was a great little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he punches Earthman, and uh, it has no effect except to bloody uh, Superman's uh, fist and quite possibly break it, and uh, and so you know he's feeling the pain. He says, "Yeah, Ultra Boy's invulnerability hurts, doesn't it? Getting a taste of your old medicine, I mean." And uh, you know he gives him a knee to the a knee to the snout and uh, and says, you know, I've made Earth repudiate who you truly are. How does that feel? How does it feel to be rejected, Superman? And um, of course, now we've well, now we've got the uh, we're on the UP ship, and it says, you know, we'll be in range of Earth in ten minutes, Commander. Upload Kalu's targeting programs, signal Titan, Wyneth, and the rest of the military planets, uh, military units. And I'm assuming this is a Brawlian ship. Um, yep. Yeah, they're wearing the cosmic boys. Exactly, gear, so. exactly. So he says, uh, "Tell them to prepare for war." And Earthman says to to Superman, "Stay down. It's over. Stay down, alien. Make this easy on yourself." And we see Polar Boy. You know, he's got uh, he's got t- Tusker all iced up to the point where he looks a little. He kind of resembles Doomsday a little bit. And yeah. um, and then we get uh, um, you know, and 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 Rainbow Girl is zapping him with the with the green rays. And Superman says, life isn't about making it easy. But someone like you would never understand that. Let's take this outside. And, uh, and you know, he's got the flight ring, you know, and uh, sometimes that's all he needs. And out the window they go, they, they smash out through the, through the window. And, uh, you know, again, this is mm-hmm. Superman proven he's got the stuff. So that's, that's, that was my favorite cliffhanger from last year. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a, it's, a, it's a great scene. And it is just, you know, it's just one of those, you know, Superman proven he's proven what a hero he is. So, so that's actually, is. that's that is eight sixty two. All right. Well, eight sixty three continued where we left mm-hmm. off. We're not going to let make you wait a month for the rest of it. So, here we go. <laughs> um, Earthman is above Earth. That's convenient with Superman, and they're kind of tugging and warring. And uh, Earthman says the myriad of abilities I've copied from the Legion protects me from the vacuum of space, but under the red sun, Superman, all that protects you is this stupid ring. <laughs> well, now, back inside the satellite, Wildfire is um, dishing out some heat, and the subs have got uh, Tusker on ice for the most part, and poor Golden Boy looks stuck to the floor. <laughs> so basically, it's Roy and Spider Girl versus some veteran Legionnaires and some subs, and that that can't be good yeah. for them. Um. 
Wildfire says, get the subs to stop tripping over the Justice League. We still got the head reject to deal with. <laughs> the head reject. Woohoo. Um, anyway. Uh. <laughs> and we've got more of uh, the UP targeting Earth coming up. Um, Naltor and Big Dizzle are um, involved. So is a misc and Rimbor. So they brought Rimbor, you know, if if they're bringing them, they got guns now. So. <laughs> yeah. And Silver yeah. Ale. Yeah, yeah and serious. I, it's Silver Ale. Lots of Silver Ale. I love that uh, Begitso was bringing the, activating the cloaking, and Imsk has the subatomic weapons. weapons Absolutely. Exactly. And, it should and, be appropriate for their culture. Exactly. You know, and by that measure, should should uh, well, it's not an internal thing, but you know, Rimbar is like, yeah, we can only use one of our weapons at a time. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. We only have uh, the power to, to press the button once, and then we have to wait. <laughs> um, Earthman tells Superman, "I'm going to fly you back down to my planet, Superman, back to Earth, back to your precious Legion headquarters, and I'm going to splinter you all over the sidewalk." Well, awesome. goodness, I think he means it. Meanwhile, He's, inside oh, yeah. the satellite of love, um, Colossal Boy is um, <laughs> opening Chameleon Girl's tube up, so to speak. <laughs> um, and they, they have a brief reunion interrupted by Brainiac 5's iciness. <laughs> you two can indulge in your romantic reunion later, Colossal Boy, unless you believe accelerating your heart rate is more important than saving Superman's life and in turn the rest of the universe. Yeah, there's guilt there. <laughs> <laughs> and Yura automatically uh, goes right into business, too. The solar generator they've plugged Sunboy into is the source of how the Justice League transformed Earth's sun from yellow to red and robbed Superman of his powers. I have unlocked these codes these simpletons tried to keep me out with, <laughs> and I'm shutting it down. And uh, Dirk is caught by um, Colossal Boy, which is very handy. Yeah. yeah Meanwhile, Superman's getting his wrist Rob mangled. Rob brings by the big letters again. <laughs> yeah, he, he goes crunchy. And Yura makes the observation, something's wrong, the sun's still red. What's going on? All right. <laughs> Folks, you remember that Robert Redford, Demi Moore movie, Indecent Proposal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is it in three panels. Rainey <laughs> <clears throat> says, oh. some boy needs to regain consciousness to break his connection with the sun. Colossal boy, Dirk, wake up. Yeah, well, Colossal Boy doesn't have the right equipment. <laughs> Brainy says, you need to kiss him, Chameleon Girl. Yura's like, what? Are you kidding? Colossal Boy's like, that, this isn't a fairy tale, Brainy. <laughs> Brainy says, you know Sunboy as well as I do, Colossal Boy. As soon as a pretty girl comes within 10 yards of him, he lights up like a star. If there's a faster way to get his attention, I can't think of it. Well, <laughs> amateurs. <Yeah>. Anyway, um... <laughs> <laughs> and Brainy, the, the the married couple look at each other, and Brainy says, "By the way, he prefers brunettes." And I just, I, I, I just love the way that yeah. like he's standing in front of him in the one panel, and then he just kind of pops up behind them, like out of nowhere. <laughs> just, oh, by yeah, the way, exactly. yeah. <laughs> and like, it. "Don't push it, Brainy." And she she turns into someone who looks very much like Gigi Cusimano from the Baxter Run. Mm -hmm. That I thought that was interesting. Yeah, and she says, "Yuck!" And then plants a wet one on Dirk, <laughs> and. Yeah. Superman is plummeting to his doom. Um, Sunboy wakes up, realizes that he is way too hot, too hot, too hot, and then he uh, manages to break his connection with the sun, and the sun goes all yellow, and you see um, this Polar Boy and Rainbow Girl react to that, and Earthman react to that, and you see the Legion headquarters there, and 
The science police are rounding up the aliens, including something that looks like Dr. Zoidberg from Futurama. <laughs> if you look inside the that. little SP thing there. <laughs> I should be so lucky to be a doctor. Anyway. Um, <laughs> and, and, and a little blue plummets. devil as well. Yeah, there, there's a little blue devil guy down there. Oh, that's so cute. I wonder who the green guy is. Anyone know? Is that a scroll? It kind of looks scrollish. Yeah, yeah. Secret yeah. invasion, my happy butt. Anyway. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, the science police are wondering what the what what the hell is that? And little do they know, it's something big and blue falling out of the sky. And he manages to stop just before he hits the ground, which I is very that. Superman Returns, isn't it? Yes, it yeah. is absolutely. <laughs> and so the Earth Girl um, down there says Superman, and then the alien says Superman. And Superman rips the uh, back door off of the alien internment paddy wagon and says, <laughs> let's get you out of there. And Science Police is like, oh, this isn't Superman. Fires automatically. What is up with law enforcement in the 30th century where they just fire? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and Superman blocks it with the hand that was injured earlier in this arc. And look, lo and behold, the laser does not go through. And, and I, I love the fact that, that it burns away the bandage. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, just... exactly. Um, the science police officer said, that's not Superman. Superman wouldn't help aliens. He's for human rights. He's for us. And after uh, the bandage falls out, he's like, I'm for everyone, and you should know that, officer. Nice. And that just speaks more to this xenophobic universe that the Legion's going to have to confront soon. Yeah, yeah. Earthman falls down there, and he's like, I've worked too hard for this. And, and Superman's like, you completely insane, Earthman. There are innocents here. And he takes the time to turn around and tell the officer to get everyone out of the area and to be nice to each other while he's not there. <laughs> I.e., <laughs> don't be beating up the aliens. Yeah. And then he's like, excuse me now. And he plants a big old haymaker on Earthman. Yeah. Earthman goes through a brick wall. God, wasn't that cathartic. Mm -hmm. um, Earthman says, I almost felt that. And then he goes through all of his abilities, including Phantom Girl's phasing, Lightning Lad's electricity, blocks brute strength, while he's <laughs> attempting to beat the crap out of Superman. And he says, I have every single power you your precious Legion possesses. What do you have, Superman? What do you have to beat me? Superman looks at him and says, what do I have? Turn the page, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, I've got the real deal. Oh, yeah. Now... Not only Legion. is this a beautiful moment in this story, this is also Jeff Johns telling us this is the real Legion. Mm -hmm. They're back. Yes. I've got the real deal. This is the real deal, baby. Ah. <laughs> Goosebumps. Anyway. <laughs> and uh, Earthman says, Legion. <laughs> and I imagine him saying that in the same way that Seinfeld used to say, Newman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> and we get... Um, the Legion gets to um, basically um, gang up on Earthman. Um, Co Co Cosmic Boy starts it with a little metal cage. It says, the future belongs to the Legion, not your Justice League. Earthman responds, do you think I did this for some kind of team, Cosmic Boy? Shrinking Violet says, those maniacs are your friends, aren't they? And he's like, I don't need friends. And meanwhile, you get the double team kidney punch from Ultra Boy and Block. <laughs> oh, hell and Ultra yeah. Boy says, then who's going to watch your back, jackass? And Block goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How priceless Love is that. that, Block saying, yeah. Yeah. That's all Block needs to say. Yeah. Then he gets a little shadow loving. 
<laughs> Stop acting like you're the authority around here. This planet doesn't belong to you, and Saturn Girl gets in his head, and this universe doesn't belong to you. Mm. Get out of my mind! Ah! <laughs> and then uh, Shady and Night Girl double-team Earthman. Uh, your mind is incapable of thinking beyond your own needs. Your slandering of Superman's reputation has put our galaxy on the verge of war. How could anyone be so arrogant, Saturn Girl says, while he gets a double dose of the Lightning Twins. Mm-hmm. you got to mm-hmm. love that. Yeah. Yeah. And Earthman says, the Legion kicked dirt in my face. It's only fair I do the same. And Phantom Girl, <laughs> what you need to do is grow up, okay? <laughs> I love Tenya. <laughs> She yeah. just, just distills it all yeah. to one little point. What you need to do is grow up. You know, Polar Boy got rejected and dealt with it, and exactly. he's fine. And he was constructive. And, hey, and he ended up as a legionnaire. You know, he ended up making exactly. the team. Yeah. I love I love that he says the Legion kicked dirt in my face. You know, it's reminiscent of the old ads in the comic books, the old the Charles, uh, Atlas, Charles Atlas, Atlas thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, revenge, not always the best thing, people. Not always. Yeah. And so he... Earthman has an explosion of power and knocks pretty much everybody unconscious nearby except for Superman. Yeah. And he's like, no, I need this more than you, Superman. You were never rejected. You were never an outsider. That's true. Superman has never been a member of the Batman and the Outsiders team. That's right. Um, That's right. He's, he's one of the only says, people who can say that. But. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that, I was going to say that. Um, Superman says, don't talk like you know me. You don't. And crack... Wow, Earthman is down for the count. And he says, I've been an outsider every day of my life. And maybe yeah. if he was, that book would be better. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, Lightning Lag piggybacks on Superman. Damn, nice knockout, Cal. And Brainy's like, I wouldn't celebrate yet. We've got um, problems upstairs. And so, the Legionnaires and Superman all go upstairs. And right before the, the uh, United Planets decides to fire on the, the uh, Earth... You see a nice row of legionnaires <laughs> saying, go home, everyone. There isn't going to be any war today. And the United Plants understands that the Legion is back in control of what's going on here. Mm-hmm. 24 hours later, everyone is smiling and uh, flying over <laughs> Metropolis. Woo-hoo. And, and Cosmic Boy found time to shave. Yes. Yay. We're so glad you found time to shave. <laughs> in fact, in fact, they do. They do basically say, "I haven't slept that well in months," you know. And and Cosmic Boy's like, "Well, we've got a lot of work ahead of us. So I'm glad you enjoyed your one night's rest." And he is rubbing his chin, so it's clear that yeah. he's maybe yep. got a bit of razor rash. Uh, ooh, <laughs> ew, painful. Um, and Superman's like, "Are you sure you want me to? Are you sure you don't need me to stay?" And Saturn Girl's like, "Metropolis saw what Earthman was trying to hide. They saw his hate. Hopefully, that'll be enough to change their minds." And Superman's like, but the Justice League. And Brainy's like, already on their way to Tacron Galtos. And the subs have claimed their satellite headquarters for their own. Let's hope they don't blow it up. (laughs) (laughs) And Polar Boy's like, they'll be fine, Brainy. Probably. Probably. (laughs) Probably. Which just tells me. There's always that margin of error when you're talking about the subs. (laughs) And you got to love that it is, it's not the wah-ha-ha Legion of Subs that we got with Giffen. But it's kind of nice that that is still kind of part of the tradition of the subs. It's kind of like, come on. It's a happy medium. It is. It's a very happy medium. (laughs) Yeah. Now, if Ambush Bug shows up in Legion of Three Worlds, I'm going to bust a gut. (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah. um, Donnie's like, it'll take time to rebuild the Legion, but we're determined. And Wildfire's like, Donstar's already got a lock on the White Witch. We know where that's headed, yeah. All our team 
teammates and will stand together again. And Superman's like, Red Sun, Magic War. Mm. Mm, that's <laughs> interesting, isn't it? It, yeah, it is. It could be raining kryptonite. I don't care. It could be he's just going through his vulnerabilities. Uh, absolutely. So, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, next time you need my help, you let me know. Brainy's like, we will. The time sphere that brought you here was shattered into a thousand pieces. It will take a minute or two to repair it. <laughs> we'll return nice. you to your era. <laughs> yeah. And you, we won't forget you this time. And then we get a flashback, boom, of where uh, Clark returns with the original three founders and is regaling a great adventure that he just had. Hmm. And um, they're about to leave him, and Clark says, you think we'll ever see each other again? And Lightning Lad says, what are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. What are you doing tomorrow? Yeah. It's like these became the kids he played with after school, e- even though it's high yeah. school. It's not elementary yeah. school, but yeah. come on. It's, it's great. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I'll, I'm not, not doing anything. And so Lightning Lad marks a tree on the outskirts of Smallville and says, Mio's here <laughs> after school. Yeah. And Saturn Girl reminds him, don't forget to button up. <laughs> and now we see his the costume shirt. under there. His shirt. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. We didn't see a costume and, before. And th- this was the, the first clue that they could actually use Superboy again. Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> and Cal says, I won't. And he's like, see you tomorrow. Cool. And he puts his hand on the tree. You see the tree and then you back away from the tree and it's Superman in Smallville standing next to the tree. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh. Thank you, Jeff Johns. Thank yeah. you, Gary Frank. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Yes, indeed. <sighs> and that is the end of. Uh, did I even tell you what the story was called? Jeez, I forget. Did I? Sunrise. Uh, sunrise. Sunrise. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, one of the f- cool things about this, is, of course, you get the uh, the teaser for Legion of Three Worlds in the back of it. Oh so. yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I mean, th- there was. It's just just so much so much goodness in here and and but I did when I saw that costume that where the costume was now under there it was like so are they implying and I'm sure this is what we'll what we'll see in uh, um, Secret Origins but you know is are they implying oh, that yeah. this is where Superman got his costume you know when from he the 30th century oh yeah. that would be cool I, I, mm-hmm. I, and I don't know and, I, and I'm only <laughs> saying that because we saw no evidence of a costume before. But you know, Secret right. Origins will straighten this out for us because we'll know when yeah. he got the costume and, and whatnot. But but you know, we True. didn't see a costume before, and our first hint of the costume was when she when they come back from the future and she tells him to button up. So um, right, yeah. I, I mean, lots lots to speculate about. Certainly, I, I mean, just that that whole end. You know, I think I think thematically what the story tells us. You know, the idea about. Uh, you know, about the xenophobia, the whole thing about, you know, being rejected and being an outsider and finding something good in that and finding some mm-hmm. way to be constructive with it, um, you know, is, 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 is really clear through the whole story. It's just, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff that goes on um, just as far as a lot of characters to see. Um, but, but really, when you get down to its essence, it's, it's pretty simple. Yeah, it is. And yep. it's, this is just the biggest reason why Superman needs the Legion. Yeah. Yeah. It, it boils down to that. I mean, they, they are linked, and they should not be ripped apart. Absolutely. Crisis or no crisis. This is, this is mm. uh, a, lo- a, a wrong from a long time ago set right. Yes, indeed. Ooh, yeah. yeah. So, wh- so what happens next? <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> now we <laughs> go into 864. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, and this... This issue is kind of weird because it has two 
I know you haven't read it yet, Darren, but have you read it, Paul? I, I've I've read it. I, I read it when it came out, and so when you were when you were talking about it when we were emailing back and forth the other week, it's like I remembered the story, but I didn't have it. I just didn't have any of the specific the specifics in my head. But what, as soon as I looked at the cover, it's like okay, now I remember the issue. Yeah, and this was kind of a transition <laughs> piece, basically between here and what was to come. Mm-hmm. Right, and well, it's it's kind of weird because there's two ongoing narrations one again a mysterious person and then the the main story and this story is called batman and the legion of superheroes by jeff johns uh pencils by joe prado inks by john seaball uh letterers rob way the colorist is david curiel I don't know how to pronounce that. Sorry if I <laughs> massacred your name. Uh, <laughs> Nechi Castro's and uh, Matt Adelson are the editors, and Superman was created by Siegel and Schuster. But uh, the issue starts out with Batman flying his uh, bat wing to the Fortress of Solitude, and the mysterious voiceover is saying, it's all history to me. The day Superman stopped an invasion from the Phantom Zone to help a boy he barely knew. The day Superman went to war with Bizarro World to rescue his adopted father. The day Superman ventured to the 31st century to halt a violent rift between those who believed he was an alien and those who didn't. The day he married Lois Lane, the day Jimmy Olsen became editor-in-chief of the Daily Planet, the day New Krypton was born, the day Batman died. I know them all, and today, today is the day I use Batman to tell him if I can't take the Legion away from Superman. And Batman is walking into the fortress, and he hears a couple voices talking about stuff they've gotten into in the past. And he walks in and finds uh, it's Superman and Lightning Lad. And Batman, he's kind of standoffish. He's saying, regressing with old friends, I see. And Superman is quick to jump to the defense. But um, it turns out that there was a uh, Justice League emergency going off. And Superman wasn't answering the call. And he said that he's spent the last two weeks in the future, more or less. And Batman is like, and he said, it doesn't matter. We need the emergency now. And he is kind of, he's kind of standoffish about the Legion because he says the last time the Legion of Superheroes showed up, they lied to us. They warned us of an enemy that never came. In the end, they helped Wally West return and then left without giving you their best friend a goodbye. Why? And then Superman was saying that the Legion was trying to protect him because of what we saw going on in the Superman and the Legion story. But um, Batman wants to know why Lightning Lad is there. And Superman says he's bringing, he brought Superman back home. But in the other narration, we now have the identity revealed of who planted the crystal in the past, the crystal tablet in the past. It's the narrator from 
the future, who will find out, but it's pretty obvious who it is. Because who else <laughs> is talking from the future about destroying the Legion? And uh, the narrator says that Lightning Lad is as emotionally valid volatile as Batman is devoid. They couldn't be more different. Oh, oh, I wonder snap. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I wonder what that's like to have friends. Friends that aren't friends. And uh, Superman and Batman are kind of arguing a little bit and they talk about changing the future. And Batman says, change the future? I think the future is always changing. I've met three different legions, Clark. And then he goes through the list of the legions he met. The first is our original legion. And he says that we met them when the Justice League fought Mordru. And that's way back in Justice League of America, number 148, Matt, as we have the uh, editor's notes. Yeah, yes. mm -hmm. A second legion willing to jump into the fire showed up when Earth's sun was threatening to die out back in final night. And a third team when Hal and I were chasing after the Book of Destiny. Those kids had absolutely no regard for adults. <laughs> that, was in, <laughs> that was in Brave uh, and the Bold. Eat it, Grandpa. Brave and the Bold. <laughs> eat it, Grandpa. Yeah. But um, now uh, Batman is saying that they need him to come to Gotham City where they found two bodies. And both of them were wearing Legion flight rings. But in the background, while this is going on, Lightning Lad is sulking, calls himself a bat, bat and he doesn't even fly. <laughs> <laughs> But now we're in Gotham City, and we've got Commissioner Gordon, Superman, and Batman. And, well, we finally see the bodies of uh, Karate Kid and Una from Countdown. S sorry, Darren. Had to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I didn't get this issue for a reason. Now I know why. Okay. <laughs> uh, and Gordon says, Batman said they were good friends of yours. And then the... Narration says, they're nothing but breadcrumbs now, Commissioner. Breadcrumbs leading to a collapse in morale and confidence, leading down a path a thousand years in the future. I just wanted you to know, Superman, they're gone. And then they're talking a little bit about who they are, about how the they weren't killed there. They died somewhere else and were moved and... Una has been torn apart, and Karate Kid, his blood has turned to something resembling oil. <laughs> and, yeah, because yeah. he was a victim of the, the uh, Morta, Mortacaxis virus, yeah. however you pronounce that. Yeah, that's right, Una. <laughs> Una was killed by the rat creatures from the one of the other earths not the rat creatures from bone i was just gonna stupid stupid rat creatures oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and then we've got uh some more narration some more talking going on and then we see lightning lad showing up on the scene and says who did 
it. Who killed them? And a, a cop says, it's the electrocutioner. Watch out. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Garth is just going nuts. And <laughs> Batman says, stop it. Garth says, stop what? And Batman says, they're cops. Says, I don't let cops anymore, especially the ones. Garth is kind of, he's going off. He's saying that he he's upset that two legionnaires have been murdered. Brainy said that they were searching for a cure to a disease, but he didn't say that it, they were, it was in the past. And then he's calmed down after he gets kind of butts heads a little bit with Batman. And it turns out that the Legion distress signal has been activated because everyone's rings are going off. And they find out that the other Legionnaire in this time period has activated, Tom Cower. And they go to Opal City, where he is in the sanitarium. And they talk a little bit about why he's in the sanitarium. Because suffers from schizophrenia, which was easily treated in the 31st century, but not so much in the 21st. And we find him, he's drawn all sorts of stick figures on his padded wall. <laughs> and uh, Lightning Lad, he's, he wants to know what, what Tom's doing back here. And he says, Lightning Lad, are you the Lightning Brainiac 5 told me about? Off to save the universe from you-know-who? And <laughs> then we find out that um, Brainiac 5 wanted him to stay, and he wants to stay. He says, don't worry about Lornu, Lightning Man, Triplicate, Duo, Una. Wait until you see what happens to her. But Karate Kid is dead again. <laughs> That's why I signaled you, Superman. I wanted to tell you that Karate Kid didn't die in that alley. He died trying to find a cure for his illness. But sometimes illnesses have no cure. Sometimes the dead stay dead. And the narration in the future says, if only it were that easy, Starboy. Oh. <laughs> Does yeah. Keith Giffen know they wrote that? <laughs> uh, I don't know. He, if he didn't write it, he probably didn't read it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's, <laughs> that's true. A good point. But there is one thing. I'm glad they brought up you know, Una because Jeff John said in a, I think it's that Legion podcast on the DC mm -hmm. uh, Comics page. Yeah. Or DC Comics' website where, um, and it's a spoilery thing for Legion of Three Worlds. So if you don't want to hear it, listen no more. Um, but where. Lornu becomes duplication damsel. Right. And she can split a lot more than just three times. Right. So, right. Yep. And, and we kind of got fun. a Yeah. We kind of got a hint for that in the three boot. Mm-hmm. Uh, she with... populated an entire planet, yeah. Yes. Yep. <laughs> oh, uh back to the story. Uh Batman wants to know if Tom knows who put the bodies in the alley. And he says, somebody who doesn't like you very much, Batman. Somebody who wanted to say goodbye to you and say hello 
put a Superman in the Legion. It's on the tip of my brain, you know. <laughs> and then mm. and Street Drixie was going to start there, but that isn't my fight. My fight's here with the Justice Society and Opal. I think I'll get a new secret identity. Maybe I'll wear glasses or get a sidekick. I'm going to name myself after my favorite Pope adventurer from Xanthu. I'm going to call myself Danny Blaine. And <laughs> that's something for the, the fans of the James Robinson Starman series. If only they were or, replaced. Ah, uh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Sorry, here's an opportunity for a plug. Can't resist. If, <laughs> yes, only, the shades. <laughs> if only they were a place where people could learn more about the Opal City Starman. Matt, where could they learn more about that? On the Shades Journal podcast, which is hosted by me, you can find it at theshadesjournal.blogspot.com. <laughs> Thanks for the plug. <laughs> yeah. I am irresistible to the plugs. Or I cannot resist the plugs. The plugs. Uh, uh, I've got a few plugs I'll send you. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Cross your legs and pound. <laughs> Oh, man. We made it so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Starman, now he takes a bit of a moment. He says, here, my gravity powers can make art, too. And he rips the wall out where he'd been drawing the stick <laughs> figures. <laughs> he says, and he hands it to Superman and says, you can hang it in your fortress. A Danny Blaine original. <laughs> oh, God, the future narration this. says, have fun in the 21st century. It's going to be at one giant nut house. Now that and I do believe. <laughs> I believe that too. Uh, and now Superman and Lightning Lad and Batman, they're all back at the, uh, the Fortress of Solitude. And he has the bodies of Una and Karate Kid with him. And they're going to take them back to the future. And Superman says, I told you before, I, I came back. If you need me, let me know. And he says, you got enough problems, Cal. Besides the insanity with us, I know what else you've been going through lately. It's time you got back to your life here. And before I go, I want to say something to Batman. This isn't my time period. Earth isn't even where I'm from. I apologize if I pissed you off. But I'm not going to apologize for getting upset. I can get a little loud, but it's only because I care. You might want to try getting a little loud once in a while. And then uh, Batman and excuse me, Superman and Lightning Lad, they've got a little moment before they leave. He departs that that they should really stay in touch nowadays. And Lightning Lad says, you always thanked us for teaching you how to fly better and use your powers and whatever, but you taught us, taught me about what was right and wrong. You were like, you were more like a brother to me than Mech ever was. That's and sure. Superman says, thanks Garth. And huh, then Garth gives him a new fancy schmancy legion flight ring nice. it has a cloaking device so he can wear it whenever he wants it also has an emergency rip cord to the 31st century it's one-time use only but if they really need help they the ring itself will bring superman to the legion he just has to accept the call <laughs> and we saw that being used in legion of three worlds number one oh, yeah. <laughs> 
And then Lightning Lad gets uh, into the time sphere and says, um, see you sometime, Batman, I guess. Batman says, in the history books. <laughs> and Lightning Lad says, I wonder what he would have turned out like if we'd gone to get him too. And then <laughs> he departs. Mm. Meanwhile, Batman says, I don't. <laughs> Uh, and then Batman and Clark, they're talking a little bit more. And Batman says, so you two got into trouble? You trouble? And Superman says, Garth taught me sometimes rules had to be broken. Sometimes just for fun. And then he says, do you know what they call us in the books in the 31st century, Bruce? Superman and Batman, the world's finest. Nice. And then... <laughs> Uh, Batman says, you have strange taste in friends, Clark, as he kind of sulks out of the cave. Not the cave. Oh, I guess it's a cave, kind of. (laughs) Somewhat cave (laughs) The fortress. Yes. And the uh, future narration is saying, oh, Cal, they barely remember Batman. Goodbye, Batman. Hello, Superman, my blind spot in time. If I can't erase you from history, and now we see a very familiar hand Mm -hmm. reaching out over a swirly image. It's all wrapped up in bandages. If I can't, if I can't erase you from history, I'll corrupt everything you ever stood for. I am the time trapper and I deserve better than I've been given. To be continued in Legion of Three Worlds. Oh yeah, sweet. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I got to pick up that issue now. Totally. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you, you really do. It's got. It, there's a. I mean, I, I find the whole thing just pretty cool. I mean, it's a great story, but uh, you know, with, and great Kevin McGuire cover around it. You know, you can't go wrong. Oh with yeah. That. Mm-hmm. Really can't go wrong with that. Totally. And and, and I mean, it, it just it, you know it, it's that perfect bridge from the one story to the next and. Uh, you know, and I'm I'm just crazy excited about um, about Legion of Three Worlds three. I mean, just that, that oh, yeah. the the preview is up on Newsarama, and um, and uh, you know, Matt, when you sent yes. that out earlier today, it was just like, oh wow. I was <laughs> like, oh, yeah. yes, that means it's actually going to ship. Well, there's Yay. that too, yeah. But I mean, just you know, uh, let's face it, like just even just on those those few pages, you know, the 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 story, you know, what we see of the story so far is is great, and man. Perez and Koblish knocking it out of the park. I mean, oh yeah, just stunning. So I, I can't wait for the whole issue. I mean, it's just going to be fantastic. Yeah, I, I think it's going to totally, absolutely rock. Mm-hmm. Totally rock. Yeah, and, and so- I, I I have a, a an awesome shout out to give out because um, David Jameson on our boards, D Jameson. Yeah. Um, I, I had the Mayfair DC Heroes Legion of Superheroes mm. Volume One, and I, I lost it during my many vagabond moves as a gypsy. <laughs> and um, I don't know where it went off to, but I've, I, I've looked at cons for like ten years trying to find a copy, and I can't yeah. find one. Yeah, he PDF'd it for me. Wow, Isn't that sweet! That's awesome. That's awesome. He's such a good guy. I'm gonna have to send him like some Valentine's Day presents or something. I don't know. Absolutely, and and you some know, some chocolates with some like creamy centers or something. Uh, <laughs> being being that I am always Segway lad, 
I have oh, a, no. I have a stump the subs from D. Jameson. All right. <laughs> Bring oh, it. Okay, so here we go. Here we go. He <laughs> says, okay, time to get off the bench and get in on the fun. Here we go. In the OG Legion, who was oh, yeah. the Dark Circle operative and governor of Australia whose actions led to the death of Chemical King? Uh, Darragon. Yeah. I, I when I when I saw this I thought he's gonna get the first question because it's a it's mm. a chemical king question. It's a chemical king question. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, yeah. But exactly. But let's continue. In the Jughead era, in the nineteen ninety-eight <laughs> miniseries Legion Science Police, a new super team blew onto the scene led by the sister of the late Leviathan, Driana Allen. What was this new super team's name? Mm. Never read mm. that series. Yeah, I never read it either. Um well, let's just, the Supremes there. They were a super team out of Detroit, so I'll go with them. Led by Diva Lass. Um, no, it, would, it, it was the Ringers. The mm. Ringers. Yeah, I never, I never uh, read that one either. Um, oh well. Okay. Looks like we have some back issue diving to do then. Okay. Indeed. indeed. <laughs> Three boot me. Three boot. So, Princess Projector goes batshit crazy and demands that Phantom Girl read her an ancient <laughs> Earth comic book featuring a battle between Superman and the original Brainiac. What was the title and issue number of that classic oh. comic book? Oh, man. Rack me. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I got the first one right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, in the, it's in the 200s somewhere of action. Yeah. Or is it? No, you're right. You're right. Is it two twenty five? No, it's two forty two. It's um, it, it, it's it's forty two. It, it's the one that they have as the cover for the first Superman uh, right. showcase. Um, you know, on the showcase because that's uh, I think that's sort of like the second or third story in there. So that's right around the beginning of of the Silver mm-hmm. Age Superman. So, so there yeah. you have it. So so close. Great question. You know, yeah, a, 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 said Man of Tomorrow <laughs> by Alan Moore. Anyway. <laughs> Um, so, you know, he got, he, he, again, two questions that, uh, that he totally nailed you on, but, uh, but yep. yeah, leading off with the, with a chemical King, uh, question, it, it's, it's so always sure. a little dubious. Now it's a, <laughs> it's a sweet win if you get it. That's it's true. A su- it's a That's sweet true. win if someone can get Darren with a chemical King question, but, um, <laughs> you know, good luck. Because you know, there's precious. First of all, there's precious few. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's precious few material there for yeah, one. Exactly. And, yeah. Number two, what have I been looking for for like two months now? A condo. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. You know, I hadn't. Had, that hadn't even occurred to me, but it does make sense, does it? Nice. It, so. It's like a hero being named apartment or townhouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Condo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So a valiant effort, sir valiant effort and uh and but again, thank you for the thank you for the files <laughs> but but again you know just a uh just just hit with two questions you know it was uh it, mm-hmm. you know yeah they're, they're one question away for from stumping you and uh you know at some point it's going to happen I'm sure. at some point yeah. there's going to be someone who is who you know will ask questions and they're going to come back for revenge i know and i think that's going to be <laughs> next week oh really Yes. Have you already got Uh-oh. something in yeah. the hopper? Oh. <laughs> yeah, but see, did you see I that? Smell Matthew. <laughs> did you see me with the with the uh, with the cliffhanger there? I was making with the cliffhanger, and uh, mm, yes, I love w- cliffhangers. There will be a reckoning, sir. There will be a reckoning. There will be a reckoning. Yeah, well. 
However, in Don't the meantime, because we are going to be are... killed and brought back to yeah. life. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> there you have it. So um, we will be uh, dealing with uh, Legion of uh, Three Worlds issue number three next week, and uh, probably we'll have a lot to say about that. And also, I believe Adventure Comic Zero drops this week. Um, so there'll yep. be some yeah. some origins and omens uh, stuff going on in there that I'm sure we'll uh, we'll be able to uh, to to get some uh, some discussion going on. So uh, I think we've got a lot to talk about ne- next week, but I think for this week we're done. So comments, as always, can be sent to uh, Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com, or you can come over to the forum forum.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, dot com, um, or even just over to the website legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com and uh, leave us a comment there. But uh, definitely, you know, if you, if you do get a chance, head on over to the forum and, uh, you know, I know that there's some people who we've heard from on the, uh, on the pages. There's uh, on the pages on the, on the website. There's some people that we've heard from on Facebook who have joined our, our Facebook group. And, uh, and that's, that's great. And uh, so we'd love to have, you know, always looking forward to having more chance to, uh, to talk mm-hmm. to the people who are listening to the show. Cause we, uh, you know, that is, is really the feedback that we've been getting has been so fantastic. And there is, uh, you know, that there is uh, something really gratifying about hearing that people are digging what we're doing. And so that's everyone who sends us a message, we, we, we really do appreciate it. And, uh, and, you know, if we have some time next week, we'll also do some, uh, some more listener feedback. Cause that, that's always a lot of fun too. So you know we're not going to have time next week to do that. Oh, yeah, it's okay. It'll be well. the next week. It'll be the you know it'll okay. be the next week when we get back to doing some retro reviews because uh, we got some of that Yay. stuff coming up too. And uh, so so there we have it. Back into the time bubble with us, heading back to the twenty first century, and we will see you next week. Bye. Woohoo!